What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Trots talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kira, welcome to Trots Talk here on a Sunday, uh, more Sunday morning. Michael Guerin and Greg O'Connor joining you for a big show because today is one of the big ones. One of the big Sundays for the year because we are not mucking around today. We have Derby winners galore heading to Armouru for the Hannon Memorial. Akuta, the Northern Derby winner, is back. He's one of the favourites for the IRT New Zealand Cup, November 8th. He's up against Krug, three-time Derby winner from last year, who has already established himself as an open-class horse. How good an open-class horse we're going to find out together over the next six or eight months. Pembroke Playboy, the pride of the South, is back. And, of course, Ultra Wise Guy, one of the stars leading the charge for Team Telfer, who we suggested maybe a year ago, maybe two, would one day win a premiership. It's come around awfully, awfully quickly. The big guns are heading to Omaru to play today. Today's Trots Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand, will be predominantly about that and the great races we have in front of us as well as the support card there on a sensational Sunday in North Otago. Good morning to you, Greg O'Connor. I'm looking forward to today. I'm looking forward to the show. On the back end, we have Anna Donnelly and, of course, Ray Green to talk about the New Zealand success in the Gamma Light last night at Melton. So there is a fair bit going on here. Yeah, good morning to you, Michael. It is an important day, and yeah, congratulations to Ray. Of course, he won with Simply Sam the night before too, so looking forward to catching up with him. Some of the big players, Phil Williamson will get the the latest from the local around weather and uh, what he expects to unfold with his couple of runners today, and an important race too, a Phillies and Mears trot, Michael, named after one of his best in Jasmine's gift, so we'll speak to him very shortly. Our country's leading rainsman, Blair Orange, drives Krug amongst a very strong book of drives. Mark Purden will come on board as well. He has the superstar pacer Akuta going around in the Hannon. Uh, so looking forward to talking to all of those people and Nathan Williamson with Pembroke Playboy, the comeback boy. We want to get the latest on him as well. Okay, the code word for today for your chance to get into the draw to win a $50 bonus bet. It's pretty simple stuff. We need to hear from you your name, TAB account number, where you are on the country and Today, we're not going to have a code word. We're going to have a chance for you to pick a winner. Tell us who you think is going to win the Hannon. Who's going to win the Hannon? Akuta, Krug, Pembroke Playboy, Alter Wise Guy, maybe something else. You know, wrong answers. No wrong answers to around 3.30 today. So your TAB account number, your We Are in the Country, your name, of course, and your pick for the Hannon today, text into double eight double three. Really simple, no entry fees. Double eight double three. Come join us on the show today on Trots Talk. Phil Williamson is on the phone. Greg O'Connor will talk to him about the 
horses he has in today. But Phil, first of all, congratulations. Great to have a, a race named after your wonderful mare and Jasmine's gift. And what sort of day has it dawned down there in the wonderful North Otago? Well, it's not that warm today, uh, Mick, to be fair. It's, it's cloudy, but it's fine. So we'll, be, we'll have to put up with that. It's, it's quite cold, actually. But, um, yeah, it could be worse. It's not raining, so that's a plus. But it is. Phil, it thank, is pretty cold. thanks so much for your time, mate, on this uh, Sunday. It's an important meeting for your local club, and, and I know you would have liked to have more numbers from your stable, but let's talk about the couple that you do have a chance with today. Our Pinocchio in race number four, last start winner at Wyndham, Brad to do the steering. Uh, has had a couple of runs uh, at the local track and yet to place. What are your expectations today with our Pinocchio? Uh, he, he's got a good chance, actually, Greg. He, he can win the race, but he's he's not one that you trust particularly in this at the stage of his career. He's a little bit in and out, but um, he definitely has the ability to to be able to win the race. But um, yeah, you just wouldn't want to put your last dollar on him. But he's he's, he's an each way chance. All right, he's a four dollar twenty chance race four number ten. Our Pinocchio for Master Trainer of the Trotters in Phil Williamson. Uh, in the last uh, Phil, you got Jimmy Carter. He looks like he's building towards a win. This is a good race though, isn't it? Why Kiwi's done nothing wrong uh, this time in a couple of excellent wins. Uh, Nathan takes the drive for Alistair Black today. Harold Smith, we know, has immense ability, is fresh up and did win a trial beating I Dream of Genie. Uh, and they're not the only chances either. Cody Banner off the front might give you something to chase with another of your boys, Matthew Williamson aboard, of course. But Jimmy Carter has R.T. May aboard, and, gee, your record with him over the years uh, has to be respected, and therefore he has to be respected in the last. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got a good uh, each-way chance as well, Greg. It's all it's all really, uh, if he starts well, because he's off the 20, but... Um, the ones you mentioned, you know, the Harold Smith is probably the class factor in the race, but um, our fellow's a, a reasonable horse. He's won nine races out of, I don't know how many starts he's had, 50 or 60 or whatever he's had. But, um, yeah, he, he's quite a nice horse, but he's just can mix it a wee bit, although at Omaru usually uh, he, he goes pretty well at Omaru. So hopefully uh, that's that's a sign for him. He's well, and I expect that he will. he, he is a winning chance. Jasmine's gift, Phillies Amir Stakes today, um, named after the two-time Group 1 winner that you had such great success with, named after your daughter, so uh, there's plenty of sentiment involved there. Your son Brad has a couple of runners in the race, Laurie's legacy, we know her ability, she's just not quite bringing it to the track at the moment, his other runner Simone Lindini is. Uh, how do you rate both of these horses and, and I suppose it'd be pretty fitting if one of them was able to take it out? Yeah, yeah, it definitely would, Greg. But they're probably both 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 risky, to be fair. Especially um, uh, Laurie's legacy; she's been making mistakes at the start. Um, trialed okay, but you know, trial trialing with two or three is a lot different to racing, and uh, it needs to do things right, you know, to be a chance. But hey, Phil, back, back to. Uh... Back to Friday night, Majestic Man got beaten by Enhine. That hope he did it to you again. He still went a great race, Majestic Man. What's the plan with him from now on? Yeah, well, we were happy enough with the run, Greg, because um, we did make a little gear change on him, and it it, it actually uh, might have backfired a wee bit. We were trying to get him to settle in his warm-up, so we put the uh, Murphy blind on, which has a settling effect on the horse, believe it or not, and... Uh, when 
Brad warmed him up. He thought he'd leave it on because um, he was so nice in the prelim. And, uh, yeah, he sort of felt like he didn't uh, show his usual gusto at the right end. So um, that might be something that we won't repeat anytime soon. But um, he still went a good race. And going forward, well, we'll just take it day by day. But he seems fine coming through the run. So you'll look at races like the Canterbury Park Cup. I, I had a wee inkling that we could go to the Banks Village Trotting Cup too. But... Um, We'll just, just see how he is in the next couple of weeks and, um, yeah, keep aiming towards heading towards the Trotters Mile Ashburton um, on, on, on to Cup time. Hey, Phil, great to have your company today, mate. I know you guys and the family have so much to do with making these days, race days successful down at Omaru, mate. Uh, who do you think is going to win the Hannon? What do you like there? Oh, I have to go with Nate. <laughs> I thought Denver you might. Playboy. Well, obviously, Akuta, I mean, people would say is the class factor in the race, but um, uh, all the horses are lovely horses, obviously. But um, I think, um, you know, Mark's always had an opinion of Akuta, and when he has an opinion of one, that's uh, pretty scary for uh, for everybody else. Um, and his record proves that he's a, he could be a great horse. So uh, Pembroke Playboy is a really nice horse. He, he was so unlucky last year, and he, everything was going right towards the cup, and then he... He had an injury, and uh, he's been gelded since then, so um, he seems to have come up really well. Nathan's very happy with him, and he, and he, and he does have a wee bit of class and uh, can begin quick. And I think if he could begin quick and lead and maybe uh, trail the right horse, I like to think that he is, is, a, is a winning chance, really. Hey, thanks for your time, Phil. We'll, we'll get the thoughts now of Mark Purden. That was for Williamson. Mark Purden's about to join us more here, just how Akuta is. A good morning to you, Mark. Thank you for taking time to talk to us on a busy day. Hey, good morning, Mick. Yeah. All right, you heard the thoughts there of Phil Williamson. You would have seen the thoughts of the TAB bookmakers because Akuta, returning from the Great Northern Derby win, is favourite for the Hannon today. Mark, does he deserve to be favourite, not talking on ability, but on the fact that he is A, fresh up, and B, unknown from a standing start? Do you think the $1.90 might be a little bit short for him? I would say so. Yeah. Um, he has stepped good at the trials, but it's always a different race day. Um, uh, so that, that's a little concern. And, uh, and, of course, he does need the run, so he would probably need you know, all, his, all the favours to come out on top, I think. OK, so the standing start's not a concern. When you say need the run, obviously he has the ability to work with good horses at home. Obviously he's had two trials. Is it that top-end 3 4% mark when they start to get quite tired at the 400 and the residual fitness kicks in? Is that what he may be lacking today? Yes, that's right. Like the early can you can do so much of the trials when there's nothing like race fitness and... Uh, and that's just what he lacks. He's, uh, he's big and round in condition and he'll certainly benefit from his first couple of outings. Is he ready, Mark, for example, if a Pembroke playboy or an ultra wise guy leads and, and you think there's a chance they may hand up, is a cooter ready to be driven that way today or are you reluctant to drive a horse this early in the campaign in that fashion when he hasn't raced for this long? Yeah, well, it will depend what happens after the tapes are released, Mick, but um, preferably I'd, I'd just rather be giving him a nice trip and, and let him run home. And hopefully he's just handy enough to the pacemakers to, uh, to be able to do the job. 
Mark, have you got a pathway planned out from here with him or is it race by race at this stage? Because, of course, you're getting asked over and over again, could he start the second Tuesday in November? Is it just race by race until probably about the middle of October when a real decision will need to be made? Yes, that's right, Greg. Yeah, yeah we're just taking it a race at a time. What do you do from today, though? So if, if things go well for you today, and what would be a pass mark, first of all? Where does he go post the Hannon? Uh, well, probably the 30th of September, there's a three-year-old race program, so that would be his next next start. And just fingers crossed that that would go ahead. Mark, you've got some decent chances uh, throughout the program. Cyrus returns today, looks to be in the right race. Yes, he does. Yes, he sees he, pretty well, and, and on the back of what he did last time, he'd be very hard to beat. What about Queen of Diamonds in race number six? It is a Neverly R Phillies heat. You'll be looking to qualify another one from that, of course, uh, True Fantasy and Chambray uh, doing the job at Addington last time. How forward is she, and can she beat Obsession, who's pretty close to her in the market? Yes, I think it'll be a, you know, a good, probably... Those two will be fighting the finish out. But, uh, yeah, she seems pretty forward. She's had two trials, and she didn't have a long break from the last campaign, so she seems pretty forward. Good race for the two-year-olds today, Mark. Diamond Creek Farm, Oamaru Juvenile Stakes. Inside second row draw for final collect, who I know you guys do have plenty of time for and has trolled up nicely. It's an awkward draw, Mark, though. It is very awkward. Uh, the one horse having his first start and, and um, probably hasn't had a lot of experience so uh, a little bit of a concern there and um, the better ones wide around so I'm sure they'll be going forward looking for handy position so he will need a little bit of rough luck and running but if he, he does get it he's certainly very very capable Mark, you got a couple of outside drives, uh, streaming line in race number four. And I Dream of Jeannie, who you've got a cracking record with, takes her place fresh up in the Jasmine's Gift today, the new race for the Phillies and Mares. You drove her at the trials at Rangiora, and she really hit the line nicely behind Harold Smith. What sort of feel did she give you, and where are your confidence levels when she resumes today for Sam Smolensky? Yes, well, yeah. I do like driving her, and she she has gone well for me. So um, she did trot good at the trials, and and Sam Sam's got a in a good place. So uh, yeah, she has that touch of class about her, and I think you know just if she had the right run, she'd be right in it today. Well, mate, you've got a big day ahead. Um, just going backwards a little bit before we talk about um, the Akutas of the world and stuff, or now we know about the Akutas of the world. What did you make of Spankham and Self Assured trialing the other day? Both very good trials, Nick. I couldn't be happier with them. Uh, both in a really good place, and uh, they're acting more like two-year-olds than they are six and eight-year-olds. But yeah, they're just coming up really nicely. So uh, very pleased with them. Mark, the harness million for the two-year-olds is not too far away now. A couple of weeks, about three weeks away. Where does "Don't Stop Dreaming" stand? I know you had a small issue with him about two or three weeks ago. Um, is he over that, and will he still be at Addington for what I think is October the fourteenth? Yes, we hope, hopefully we'll have him at the trials Wednesday week. I was very pleased with his work on Saturday, Nick. So uh, fingers crossed we have no more setbacks, and uh, as I say. First outing will be Wednesday week at Rangiora Trials.
I know it's a fair way away and there's lots of water to go into the bridge, Mark. Have you given any more thoughts to whether you'll have any participation in Victoria at the back end of the season? We have obviously the Breeders' Crown coming up and I know you were lukewarm on that idea and the Cooter's probably not going to go there now. Uh, the other one is the, the Inter-Dominions. Uh, are you going to wait till after the New Zealand Cup Carnival before you decide whether you'll have any Inter-Dominion rep- representation? Probably, Mick, but it'll probably be a decision made just before that, but I think we'll, we won't make one just yet anyway, and we'll just see what happens. Mate, we appreciate all your time. We know there's lots of questions when you have lots of good horses. For those people listening to the show, Mark, who think to themselves, I want to back a cooter, I want to back Purden, I know how these things win, I know how it works, are they words of warning today? Are you just a little bit concerned that a cooter's going to be vulnerable, what would you say to the people listening who want to have their 50 bucks on? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably wait a week or two, Mick. I think uh, today will just be interesting. And I wouldn't say he could win it. I think he'd be capable of winning it. But I think, you know, I think he'd have to get the perfect trip. Mate, we appreciate your time. Get down there safe, get round safe, get home safe. That's Mark Purden, the man behind the super team, along with Hayden Cullen and, of course, Natalie Rasmussen. You heard the words here of a cooter. It can't be more frankly spoken than that. That's seg one down for Trot's Talk today. Don't go away. We still have plenty more coming up based around Omaru and the Hannah Memorial coming up in seg two. But in this break, open your phone up. Text double eight double three. We want to know who you think's going to win the Hannon. Give us your Hannon winner to double eight double three. Your name and your TAB account number. Tell us where you're on the country too. Tell us what's going on in your part of Aotearoa. It's great to have your company here on Trotstalk, courtesy of Harness Race New Zealand. Get that text in to double eight double three. On the other side of this, Blair, uh, Blair Orange is going to join us to talk about his big book of drives and the return of the mighty Krug. <laughs> Welcome back into Trot's Talk with HRNZ, a southern man he certainly is. That is Nathan Williamson joins us on the line. Morning to you, Nathan. Morning, guys. Yeah, thanks so much for taking the time out to have a chat to us on a very important day, a big day for your stable star stepping out for the first time since another setback uh, back earlier in the year. How is Pembroke Playboy? Watched both of his trials this morning and he looks to be coming up exactly the way you want him to, Nathan. Yeah, he's building away nicely, Greg. Um, Real happy with his trial runs. and been happy with the way he's trained down all, all this prep. Um, everything seems good, so um, look, there's obviously natural improvement there. He hasn't raced for a while, so um, yeah, safely through today, and yeah, we're looking forward to a few more races building towards the Cup. Nathan, he's had the ultimate gear change. He uh, now is slightly a couple of stone lighter. Uh, what sort of horse is he, and has his demeanour changed, and is he more tractable, I suppose, uh, not only around the stable, but on the track? Um, yeah, like definitely more more tractable around the place, Greg. Um, he's settled down um, a heck of a lot. Um, yeah, he's, he's great to work with and everything now as far as... He was always good to work with, but he was quite culty and, um, yeah, he just had to sort of watch other horses around him more so than anything. But, um, 
no, he's really, um, yeah, I think it's going to aid him because, um, you know, travelling was a big issue with him last time. He used to get quite worked up when he'd go to new places and things like that, um, possibly because he'd never travelled much um, in his earlier career, so it was all foreign to him. And, um, yeah, so that sort of thing, I think he will settle at places better and sort of that will, you know, obviously aid him going going forward. But, um, yeah, he seems to have lost none of his spark. He's still... Um, you know, very willing, and um, yeah, he's always been a great horse to drive on the track, and um, no, got a great attitude, and sort of, you know, always keen to do his work. So, um, you know, I can't see it being a negative at this stage. Nathan, he's always a very quick beginner. What are you thinking today? Is he ready to step, run, and stay in front, and make them chase him down? Is is that what you're hoping for, or what would be, I suppose, a pass mark for him today, fresh up? Um, look, it'll obviously just depend and see how things unfold early, Greg. He is, um, you know, without wanting to put the mocker on him, he is very, very quick away and very safe um, generally. So, look, I think he'll be out in the first few and drawn wide, I'd say, you know, would be likely to sort of try and work forward and get a get a posse. Um, if that's in front, I mean, so be it. If, it. if it's not and he's, you know, somewhere handy to them, um, you know, I'd be happy with that too. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't be scared to lead um if the circumstances um, arose. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to play it by ear and, um, you know, see what eventuates over that first piece. Nathan, can he win? Um, I think so, um, Greg. I, I do, you know, probably a little bit biased, but I think he's up to everything in there. Um, look, he's, um, you know, he's obviously um, hasn't raced some of them a lot, but um, I'm sure his form's very comparable with likes of Alka Wise Guy and horses like that who... Um, you know, well supported, and obviously Akuta's a bit of the unknown. But um, no, look, I definitely think he's he's up to them. It's just um, you know, just be a case of um, you know what what plays out um, today, and um, you know what sort of run we get. But um, yeah, he, he's um, he's a he's a serious horse, and um, you know, I'm I'm certainly not afraid of anyone. Put it that way. The Diamond Creek Juvenile Stakes. You uh, have a two-year-old called Raka Murph who won nicely fresh up. How's he come through that, and what sort of horse is he? Um, yeah, no, he's a nice progressive horse, Greg. He, um, look, a bit of the unknown with him today was sort of, um, you know, stepping into some, um, you know, some quality types going forward. So we'll get a really good line on him today. Um, as to his potential and, and where we go from here. But, um, no, it's, it's certainly a nice race to sort of, um, you know, see where we are at with him. And then, um, you know, we can sort of, yeah, as I say, make a plan going forward. But he is a nice horse. He's trained on since that first up win, which was kind of soft, but um, just what you'd want going into a race like we're going into today. So I think he's a, you know, I'd like to think he's a top four chance. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to um, wait and see. Plenty of people who are listening to this show love backing your horses, particularly down south. We love backing them anywhere, but particularly in the south because often some of our listeners don't know the form down there that well. Have you got a horse for us to follow down there away from these big gun-type animals? Have you got something in the next month you think can pick up a race? Um, yeah, well, it's probably um, I've, got a, I've got a trotter just coming back who I'm hopeful we can bring to the cup meeting um, later on in the lower-grade races, but... Uh, a trotter called Charlie P. He seems to be coming up quite nice, so we'll look at a race for him down home over the next sort of month or so. But um, he'd definitely be sort of one to follow um, over the next no, over the next wee while. 
Good on you, Nath. Uh, good to have the uh, the stable star back today, mate. And thank you for joining us on ECNZ. Ah, pleasure, guys. Cheers. Nathan Williamson, a very professional family they are with the media and with that information for you at home. Um, get those texts in to double eight double three. Tell us who you think's going to win the Hannon. Tell us who you think's going to win. We need your TAB account number and you go into the draw for a $50 bonus bet courtesy of our friends at the tab. Blair Orange has now been the champion driver in New Zealand pretty much ever since his good mate Dexter Dunn left. Of course, he actually beat him before Dexter did leave. We say a very good morning to him. Blair, it's a busy old day at the office, but it must be exciting to get back behind a genuinely good horse in Krug. Yeah, g'day, Muck. Um, yeah, for sure, mate. You know, it's that time of the year when all the, all the good horses are starting to step back out and, you know, the weather's coming good and, you know, it's just, just a good time of the year come the spring with, with the horse flash that's um, appearing again on the track. But also a good time of the year because NRL finals footy's on. For those people who don't know, of course, you're a Canterbury Rugby League rep. Um, do you have a team you think's going to take out the finals? I, I thought the Panthers were probably good enough to close to home, but there was a couple of big performances this weekend. Yeah, some good games. You know, um, obviously I didn't expect the Cowboys to win last week and, you know, they played well and, Obviously, Parramatta's still that team that's proven they can beat everyone. But, yeah, definitely the Panthers are the benchmark. And, yeah, I believe that they'll make the final. And, you know, I wouldn't like to say who, who they'll earth. But, um, yeah, it's a good time of the year for that as well, mate. What about Krug? He is strong. He's a stocky little beast of an animal. He's had two trials. How ready is he for today? Because Mark Purden's given us a warning that a cooter may not be absolutely screwed down. How screwed down or just aerobically ready can a horse like Krug be? Yeah, I think it's the same, probably the same boat as Mark and the Cooter. Um, you know, being cocked, they generally take a race or two to really sharpen up and, and lose that excess weight. But you know, his two trials have been nice. Um, you know, he's been off 30 or 40 metres in both. And, yeah, probably couldn't have asked any more of the trials from him. But, you know, he's, he's in the same boat as, obviously, most of these top four in the race, apart from older wise guy. Obviously, he's had a race under his belt. But, yeah, it's the start of a fresh campaign for him, Mick. So, obviously, he won't be screws right down and totally, totally race-hardened, as, as he's not. But, yeah, he will improve with it. But he'll also go a nice race, I, I suspect. Blair, you've got a really strong book, particularly early on in the program. Izzia in race number one, second favourite behind Denver. This one owned by Jan Calvert. The Calvert's been such strong supporters of you for the last couple of decades. Can she improve off that first up run enough to win race number one? I think she can, Greg. Um, obviously, she runs second to, to what looks a very nice trotter in Latrell of uh, Ben Hopes there a fortnight ago. And, She's generally very well-mannered and, and steps very fast from, from the stand, which is a big advantage as, obviously, Denver, the favourite, has been a little slow in finding his rhythm in his last few races, but in saying that, he is getting better too. But, yeah, Bonnie Bagri's there also. He's been trialling up well for, for Tom Bagri. And, yeah, she, she should be in the right spot to win the great race anyway, Greg, with her, with her manners early. Would Endless Dreams also be a great chance in race three? Very brave last time. She's only won the one from 32, but, gee, she cops the right race today. She does indeed, Greg. Um, the only concern I have for her, mate, is the 2,600. Um, I think she's just a touch better over the sprint trips, and obviously barrier one, there's, there's not a lot on the front row you'd, you'd sort of like to follow with confidence, but, 
Yeah, I just think if she had to go to war too much early to hold up from one, Greg, it could be the undoing of her late in the race. But, yeah, we'll just pan it out as it comes. But, you know, she's in the right race and the right barrier to, to win it. And I'll just be a little concerned over the 2-6 and how much she, she has to bustle early. All right, Blair, um, we'll be talking today to trainers and drivers about horses they have coming up, and you have so many coming up and so many horses you trial. For our listeners, away from today, have you got a horse you've sit behind recently you thought to yourself, this will win a race somewhere? It's just something that's stuck in the back of your mind, or do you simply drive so many you don't have much of a chance to think about them in that regard? <laughs> yeah, definitely drive a lot, Mick, but obviously the ones that give you a good feel, you don't they don't lose your memory, but... Um, just got a nice little two-year-old at the moment. He's um, he's had two or three trials. He's by Sky Major called Helium. Um, Trevor Trevor Kate, um, Kate Mar- Trevor Casey bred this guy, and you know, he's just a nice, genuine little horse. And he'll probably have one more trial, and and we'll look for a race with him. But yeah, he's going to win a maiden maiden race pretty quickly. Mate, uh, I know that most of you harness racing boys and girls are in bed by 10.40, but did you see your old mate copy that last night? Um, or have you seen the replay? Because he went to the Gamma Light. Um, I'm not sure even Blair Orange could have driven him any better than Nathan Jack did. He absolutely panelled them after a beautiful drive. Um, he's coming back for the New Zealand Cup. So, A, did you see the race? And B, are you going to be on him in the New Zealand Cup? Or is Krug your drive? Do you have any thoughts about all this? Yeah, thanks for putting me on the spot, Mick. No so problems, Blair. That's what we're here for, brother. <laughs> I'll answer the first question. No, I didn't see it. I was sound asleep by then, mate. But um, I did watch the replay on the on the way down this morning. And as you said, it was a ten out of ten drive to um, to sit in when the when Lock and Vara come forward early after galloping and you know and trailed the right horse and the speed of the race just sued him down to the ground. And he was too good for them, Mick. And and rightly so, he should have been too. So he looks on pass back to the Victoria Cup, obviously. So. Um, yeah, to answer the other question, I haven't actually spoke to Ray or Merv at all um, this time round, so I haven't actually been asked to drive him this year. Um, whether they do or not, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, there's also the factor of Krug, which um, obviously I drive week in, week out, and they took me to Brisbane to drive him and whatnot. So, um, obviously, copy that will just be a one-off again if, if they do ask. But it's something I'll um, think about and talk to the connections of both parties and come to a decision which hopefully keeps everyone happy, Mick, but um, yeah, it's a hard one, obviously, with Cram being very loyal to me and for a long time, and as I say, if Krug travels, I travel with him, so yeah, we'll, we'll cross that bridge, and um, that'll be one for your stories later on, eh? Well, Blair, you, you big guns have to worry about these things, like J-Mac's got to decide between Animo and Zaki for the Cox Plate, and you've got to decide between Copy That and, and Krug for the New Zealand <laughs> Cup, brother, just the way it is sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I actually watched James yesterday, and you know, to get off um, that one of James Cummings and then obviously one again on the next one and then to sit behind, um, oh, it just eludes me now, the Chris Wallace one. Um, Nature um, Strip. Nature Strip and hop hop on that one. It's like, holy hell, what a what a ride he's having yesterday. So, yeah, wouldn't mind having the choices he has to make or the... Um, well, more so the writing fees that come in. I, I wouldn't mind them either, Mick. Or <laughs> the bank account. <laughs> Get on, you You need to drive an awful lot of harness racing winners to catch up to Jay Mac, but you're doing a pretty close, pretty super job. <laughs> nah, cheers, Mick. Appreciate that. Thanks for joining us this morning. That's Blair Orange. And-
We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll sort of catch up all in our minds and think about what it all means and try and digest it. Greg's going to give us his best for Amaru. Um, after that, we're going to talk to Ray Green about Copy That, who won at 10.40 last night. We now know that Blair Orange is in bed by 10.30 at least. And we're going to talk to Anna Donnelly because she took five, yep, five, to the main race at Alexandra Park the other day, which is a hell of an achievement. She just happened to win it as well. Get those texts into double eight double three here on Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. $50 bet coming your way from producer dude Robbie, who had a birthday two weeks ago, so he's now about 14, I think, and he's going to pick us out the winner. But there's plenty of texts coming in, most of them going for a cooter, but there's been a bit of a movement towards ultra-wise guy in the last 10 minutes. Keep him coming in here on double eight double three. Back on the other side of this with Arna Donnelly. Yeah, welcome back to Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. At this time of the year, we start thinking about the IRT New Zealand Cup. And today, predominantly, we've been talking about the South Island horses because they are going around at Amaru for the Hannon. Catch that this afternoon. Odds available on tab.co.nz. But a few days ago here in the north, we had a very decent open class race won by a good horse in Taipo with another very strong New Zealand Cup contender in Kango in third place. Both out of the Anna Donnelly Barn. We say good morning to Anna and Anna, congratulations not only on the win, but on having seven, oh sorry, five horses, five horses in an open class race. That's something which must make you very proud considering where you were training knockabout horses just five years ago. Yeah, that's right, Mick. It's, um, yeah, a big change around. And, uh, yeah, it was, um, you know, it's good to have five, five in the race, but it was also a bit of a nightmare getting them all, all ready and sorted. But, um, you know, good staff and good team behind me, so it all happened uh, and ran smoothly. All right, let's talk about the winner, Typo. We knew he was good 18 months ago. What happened last year, Arna, because he just did not look the same horse. Here now, he's back, bounced back and he does look the same horse. So what happened in between? Well, I think, Mick, he, um, he pulled a like, ligament up over his back, over the spine, and um, we treated it and gave him time off. But the whole time he had time off, we were sort of um, rehabbing him and, and probably at him all the time. And in hindsight, um, I think he never really had any time to himself and he all just got a bit sour and yeah I think mentally he just although physically he came right mentally he just wasn't um, on the same page and yeah sort of had hiccup after hiccup and when we um, he actually won his last start before we turned him out at Cambridge a penalty free race and it gave him a massive um, boost of confidence and it was probably a really good note to tip him out on and, and, he, and he did really well on that spell and I think coming back from that um, he's had a trouble-free prep and, yeah, he's sort of getting back to the horse he was. Do you think he's a New Zealand Cup horse this year? Probably not this year, Mick. No, I think he's he's probably better over the shorter distances. Um, yeah, once he sort of gets up to 27. Like, he didn't go too bad the other week when he ran third to Old Town Road over 27. But I think possibly um, he, he's better kept over the shorter distance. Okay, what about Kango? He came back off what was almost an impossible handicap uh, on Thursday, 35 metres over 2,200 metres. Very good. He's a proven open-class horse because he's run third in an Auckland Cup. What is the pathway for Kango now? Because I presume he is going to the IRT New Zealand Cup. Yes, yes, he is. Um, So he goes to Auckland this week to the Spring Cup, it's only a 20-metre handicap this week uh, over the 22, so so that'll be good for him. Um, then he heads south on Monday after that 
Ian and he will tackle the Methven Cup and then possibly the Ashburn Flying Stakes and, yeah, maybe a cup trial and, and then the cup. Anna, do you take any other horses south with him as travelling companions for the support races? Um, yeah, possibly got uh, a flying spur, although he did things wrong the other night. Um, he's quite a nice totter on the on the up and improve, and he's had a cheeky nom for the Dominion. Whether he whether he goes to that or not, um, we're still up in the air about. But he'll definitely go down there and have a couple of lead up races um, and sort of see where he's at. But I think trip away for that horse will do him the world of good. Anna, the team's flying, and, and, and so many people who have known you for such a long time are really proud of what you are achieving, you and your people around you. And What's a horse we should follow away from the horses we've just been talking about? What's a horse you've got knocking around the barn you think to yourself, this will get one soon enough? Well, believe it or not, I think rough and ready. Like, um, he's in that tricky grade and that, but I think once uh, Old Town Road and can go on that head south or away from there, he'll, uh, he won't be too far away, so be one to follow for odds. Anna, we really appreciate your time. Um, well done on the victory the other night with Typo, and we're looking forward to you having a serious New Zealand Cup horse in Kango come at November the 8th. Thanks very much, Mick. Cheers. Greg, we'll quickly get your thoughts on Amaru today, just for a couple of horses for us to follow um, before we get Ray Green off the back of this, just in case we get tight for time. So, Greg, for those who want to bet today, first of all, who do you like in the Hannon? Um I'm half going for Krug. I'm thinking he might be a run short, but I also think the lead might be there. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him driven tough. I think $4.80 is over the odds, but I'm not saying he's an absolute good thing. What are you like in the Hannon, and what's your other bet options for today at Omaru? Yeah, the way the Telfer team are going, and they won a couple again on Friday night at Addington. Old Wise Guy will take some beating, Michael. He's a very quick beginner if he's able to work his way to the front. Um, I think he'd stay there because he's had that uh, residual fitness and the race that he's had against uh, Akuta, Krug and Pembroke Playboy not having a race. So I reckon he's the hardest to beat. Uh, Izzier in the first. I think Blair Orange will step her to the front and whilst Denver might be a pretty progressive type. I reckon the 280 around it is uh, excellent money. And sticking with the trotters, uh, I really like Mark Purden's drive, I Dream of Genie. It's a deep race, a good race, race number eight. And I thought the eight-odd dollars they offered early on with the bookmakers uh, made her a great each-way bet. She's into $4.80 now, but she's a good chance today too. All right, Greg O'Connor's thoughts there today on Armaru. We're going to take a break here, the last break on Trots Talk on a Sunday morning. Get your text into double eight double three. We need to know your name your TRB account number, and who you think's going to win the Hannon for your chance to go into the draw to win a $50 bonus bet courtesy of the tab. On the other side of this break, a quick chat with a winning Ray Green in Victoria. Here comes the Kiwi, copy that. He's joining in strongly. Sprints up on the outside to hit the lead. Then better be the Bombers, copy that, goes for home. Off the back, 27-4, third quarter. Copy that, raced away. Out wide, Crime Rider running on. But the lead has copy that with a hundred ago. Eight metres in front of Crime Rider. Better be the bomb. Copy that's clear though, and it's the New Zealand Cup winner. Copy that back in form. Yep, he was back last night at Melton in the Gamalite, a race named after another great Cup-winning horse and. The Australian of the early 1980s, of course, he won an Auckland Cup beating Bonnie's Chance. Ray Green is the man who trains copy that, and Ray, that must have been very satisfying and I'm sure quite relieving last night after copy that didn't show his best the week before. Um, yes, it was definitely relieving, um, and uh, yeah, it was satisfying also, but uh, 
Yeah, the week before wasn't that bad. He probably uh, burned, tried to burn the candle at both ends, and uh, there's not many of them can do that, um, even the good ones. Well, so, he, could, um, he, he couldn't have driven yeah. them any better last night, Ray. That was an inch-perfect oh, steer. Yeah, no, perfect. Yeah, perfect. He's done that. Well, even the, the other horse, um, Simply Sammy, he gave him a beautiful steer too. So he's a good boy, um, Nathan. Um, yeah, I'm very happy with the result. I think um puts us back on track. I was a bit unsure of where we were at um, prior to the race, but um, he's uh, he's done his job well. Mate, you've got three weeks to the Victoria Cup with Copy. That what does he do between now and then? Uh, well, we won't go to Kilmore. We'll just uh, there's a a, a a sprint race on to Melton the week before the Victoria Cup. Um, we'll just go into that. I think. All right, Ray. Um, is he still at this stage? Say he goes well in the Victoria Cup, whether it's a win, top three. Say he's in decent form. Is he still as good as certain to come back for the IRT New Zealand Cup? I would say so, Mick. Yes, yes. I can't see any reason why not. Um, that'll be easy. That's our ultimate mission. Is uh, after the Victoria Cup is uh, is the New Zealand Cup. Ray, it'll be great to have him back in Canterbury. Uh, the other two horses you've had success with, Argyle last week and Simply Sam on Friday night. Um, gee, you've justified taking them across the Tasman. Yes, um, Simply Sam, he, he, he won well, but he's not one to sort of um, clear off and leave him. He never wins by more than a neck or so. Um, yeah, I think he's, uh, he could be a, a, a serious chance in that, in that race. Um, we'll race him this week and uh, also Argyle this week and probably at Kilmore and um, yeah it's onwards and upwards can't spot what's happened so far Ray, say for example, and this is just a question out of of left field because I know that you guys probably haven't spoken to Blair Orange much this spring if Blair Orange sticks with Krug, and I'm not sure he will, I don't know what he's going to do, who would drive Copy that in a New Zealand Cup if Blair Orange wasn't available. I would say Morris, um, okay, McKendry. Yeah. Okay, so, so you wouldn't go an Australian driver like Nathan Jack. You would stick with the domestic driver. Um, no, I think uh, you, you know um, local knowledge is, is valuable, isn't it? And um, I think uh, Morris has driven him plenty of times before. I imagine uh, Merv will be happy with Morris on. Okay, but would, would Blair be your first choice drive for New Zealand Cups, considering you won the race on the horse last year? Well, yes. Well, Merv's had an arrangement with both Morris and, and Blair. Um, South Island Blair's on, North Island Morris is on, and um, that's that's been the, the 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 plan right from start. So, um, um, and obviously Nathan Jack over here. So. It's, uh, it won't change, I don't think. I think Blair will, depending on, uh, he'll have to weigh it up when the time comes, depending on um, who's going the best at the time, he'll he'll jump on, I imagine. Well, mate, Ray, it was great to see him winning last night. It's fantastic the job you're doing with this, the small team you've taken over there. Um, good luck in the weeks ahead, Ray, and we'll be talking to you more on Trot's Talk and hopefully in three weeks' time as the Victoria Cup winning trainer.
Okay, that'll be great. Thanks, thanks, fellas. Ray Green, one of the good guys of harness racing on either side of the Tasman. Doesn't matter where he is, he's taken his talents to Ireland, to Wales. He's trained them all over the place. One guy whose harness racing um, book of knowledge isn't quite so big is producer dude Robbie. But one thing he does do every Sunday is chooses our winner. And Robbie, we've had a lot of interest today. A lot of people texting in. We love this. A lot of interest. Um, how did you possibly pick a winner out of all this? Oh, complete random generator. I got a wheel back here. So. Oh, your wheel, like yeah, a chocolate yeah, it's, wheel. It's, yeah. It's huge. There's so many entries. Is it really? Yeah, it just ticks through them. You're making that up. Uh, I can't see. Yeah, well, you you can't see everything, baby. Anyway, uh, Logan in the mount. Love the mount. Mount Moganui. He's uh, he's painting with us on in the background. Oh, good on you, Logan. uh, Yes. Spend it well. I wonder if he's painting like a landscape or he's painting the side of his house or a fence.